0: As this story may be triggering to some listeners, listener discretion is advised. If you, or anyone you know, are suffering from a domestic violence household, please seek help at your local facility. Alternatively, I will have the white ribbon link in the description below. Hello my beautiful sickos and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Horror Movie. Just letting you know that the names of the women in this story have been changed to avoid confusion. For this episode, we'll be deep diving into the Jeepers Creepers real-life killer, Dennis DePew. I'm a fanatic, what I am is a fan, serpent head of demons shaking your butt! Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those creepers? Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those creepers? After making a horrific discovery in the basement of an old abandoned church, Trish and her brother Darry watch as their road trip home turns into a heart-stopping race for their lives. They find themselves the chosen prey of an indestructible force that relentlessly pursues them. While Dennis Depew doesn't steal organs from the living, there are many similarities between the 2001 film and the real-life events of the Dennis Depew case. Our real-life accounts begin with the exhausted 18-year marriage of Dennis and Marilyn Depew. The pair had raised three beautiful children and were known as the perfect little family. However, behind closed doors, it wasn't a happy life for Marilyn or the children. Dennis was physically and mentally abusive towards his wife, regularly beating her in front of their children. Until one day, Marilyn decided enough was enough. With the support of her friends and the Depew children, Marilyn filed for divorce, which was finalised in December 1989. Dennis was granted bi-weekly visitation rights. However, the children were often reluctant to spend time with their father. To maintain control over Marilyn and the children, Dennis stayed in the family guest house at the back of the property. In spite of this, Marilyn changed the locks on the family home. However, Dennis would always find a way in the house. On Easter Sunday morning, 1990, Dennis arrived at the family home to take the children on a family outing. Julie, the youngest, refused to go with her father, as did their youngest boy, Scott. Dennis became enraged at the thought of their children disrespecting him and accused Marilyn of turning them against him. When Marilyn tried to reason with him, Dennis threw her down the stairs and continued to beat her at the bottom while the children begged him to stop. Jennifer, the eldest DePew child, ran to a nearby neighbor's home to call the police. Dennis then carried the seriously injured Marilyn to his van and told the children he was taking their mother to the hospital. Later that afternoon, Raymond and Sandy Thornton were enjoying their Easter Sunday with a drive on Snow Perry Road when a speeding van flew past them. This had struck the couple as a little odd, but they thought nothing of it, until they saw the van again as they passed an abandoned school. Sandy's stomach dropped as she saw the driver carrying a bloodied bedsheet with blood dripping on the ground. The mysterious man and Sandy locked eyes and the man quickly climbed into the van to chase the witnesses down. Moments later, The van was directly behind the Thornton's car and continued to follow them for several miles. Raymond had grown sick of the intimidation game and quickly turned off the highway. After circling side streets to ensure they were not being followed, the couple returned to the abandoned school, where they found the bloodied sheet in an animal hole and contacted the authorities. First off, who the fuck are these people? (laughs) I think they need to stop watching The X-Files on their big-backed telly. I mean, what good are you if old mate decides to come back and puts you in the fucking hole? This isn't the late-night Cluedo with the plastic knives and candlesticks. Don't be a hero. Go to the authorities! Almost a year after Dennis and Marilyn DePew went missing, on March 20th, 1991, an episode of Unsolved Mysteries aired at 8.30pm, On the night of the broadcast, a woman by the name of Rose had come home and greeted her boyfriend, Hank. Hank was on edge and told Rose that there was an emergency at his mother's house and he needed to go visit her. He packed several items in a suitcase and a few moments later, he left in his van. Not long after Hank left, Rose watched the television program and realised that Hank was in fact Dennis Depew, a man wanted for the murder of his wife. According to authorities, the tire tracks at the abandoned school belonged to Dennis's van and the bloody bedsheet carried Marilyn's blood. Two days after Easter Sunday, highway workers discovered Marilyn's body near a deserted road with a gunshot wound in the back of the head. Dennis had sent 17 bizarre letters to friends and family. In them, he tried to justify Marilyn's death. Rose contacted the authorities and gave them the license plate number to Dennis's van. It wasn't long before Louisiana state troopers had noticed Dennis's van. As they attempted to pull him over, he led them into Mississippi on a 15-mile high-speed chase. After police fired at Dennis's back tires, he was forced to stop. After firing 3 shots at deputies, he turned the gun onto himself and committed suicide. Thank you so much for listening guys and a very big thank you to our sources for this week who will be linked in the description. Please feel free to email us at BehindTheHorrorMovie at gmail.com and don't forget to rate and review us on the iTunes store as this helps us so so much. Have a great week, stay healthy, stay sane and I'll get spooked with you next week for more true crime Behind the Horror Movie.